KEPWLP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, also streaming online at KEPW.org. Now we gathered here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're gonna just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. This is Aisha, and I'm here with my guest, Andre. We are coming to you live this very morning. How are you, Andre? Good morning. I'm well. And yourself? I'm really good. I'm very nervous. This is my very first show live on the radio, so be kind. But join us if you are not already on Facebook Live so you can check us out um, here in the studio. So we are talking about today dating. A little, little... <laughs> a little snafu of date. It's not really a snafu. What is it? It's it's just uh, dating, interracial dating. Interracial dating. I yeah, it's interracial dating. We're gonna talk about black men dating predominantly white women. Um, and so before we get started, I don't want anyone to get the idea that we are coming at my good friend, my sweetie here, <laughs> Andre. In any way, we are here to be super open minded and listen and learn about a perspective that um, us as black women very rarely get the chance and opportunity to discuss. And then at the same time, I do believe that um, everyone has their own independent story. So clearly with it being societally like a hot topic for us black women and black men, I think, and maybe even white women, I don't know, I didn't ask. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I haven't asked. So I think it's important that we just kind of start the conversation in a respectful way, understanding we all come from different uh, backgrounds and perspectives and all that good stuff. So anyway, Andre, we're going to jump right into it. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So Andre and I met about six weeks ago, and we were taking a little walk, and we we just started discussing dating, interracial dating, and... um, I guess the question was pretty was pretty obvious. I just said like how, what was it like? What what's your preference in dating or like how yeah, something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. And and you said uh, that I uh, date who I want to date. <laughs> and immediately I said okay, <laughs> and that means the last couple of women, the last few years, uh, have been predominantly white women. And I am not white, and clearly we were uh, on a date. So <laughs> so that became the topic of conversation. And it was really about the fact that um, when we started talking about your preference in dating, it was more about your cultural background than anything, right? right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that. Okay. Um, first of all, let's, I'm going to let you say, so you, you have a preference for dating white women. Why is that? Because all my life I've been around white women. My mother is white. I spent my early childhood in Europe, uh, and then when I lived in the United States, I was still mostly around white women. Okay, so it was really just your cultural and, and environment. Cultural, environment, right. cultural, right. 
upbringing and environment. So you grew up, like you were just saying, you grew up biculturally, but actually in two different countries altogether. My my father, who's black, uh, didn't have his family around. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any other black male role models other than my father, who was married to my mother. Uh, I was in a white community, a European community. Um, uh, so that was... Uh, those were my early uh, influences. Influences, right? Yeah. So when we talked about that, I want to say that he grew up in Greece, and um, and that's where the European uh, country that that uh, you're talking about. That's right. So it's let's start off right there. The fact that we're coming from this United States social like construct of race, it's not the same in Europe. So from the beginning. That idea is not even in your head, really. Right. The, the, okay. So there's that. Now, when we look at you, clearly you're a black man. Thank right? you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so clearly you're a black man. So when you're here in the United States, mm-hmm. and you have, and the women are here, and you are, and you're dating, I mean, have you had black women, uh, like, have you had any experiences with black women, like, kind of, coming at you in a certain way, judging I, you in I any have, way. And sometimes um, sneering at me if they see me with a white woman mm-hmm. or um, um, sometimes uh, they feel uh, shunned mm-hmm. or dissed yeah. if I don't reciprocate uh, the same kind of attractiveness <laughs> or attraction to them that they have for me. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, that's, uh, I've had a little bit of, uh... You've had that experience. experience so when yeah. you say sneer, like, you're, like, you're walking down the street with a white woman and a black woman, like, I mean, do you acknowledge... You no, know, you know, that that has been very rare, actually, that I've had uh, a look like that. Okay. Very rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, that's kind of an aggressive move when someone's just, like, looking right, at you, like... Right. <laughs> and, and maybe I've built it up in my mind that they I've had a sneer. Maybe they haven't even sneered. Right? Do you yeah. feel guilty? No. No, that's what I was thinking. Because I, I, sometimes this is an experience as a black woman. I'll see a black man with a white woman, and they will literally avoid seeing me. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, but why? Are you, why would you, I automatically invoke some sort of guilt or like, because why, why make that, like, n- try not to see a black woman when you're with a white woman what is that i mean i'm not that you have because that's not your story them. right well, how, how do you feel when you see that 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 person there i feel like wow it's i wasn't even charging you with that but now you're weak <laughs> so now you're judging them. now i'm judging i was like see i wasn't judging okay, at first but right. now i'm judging okay <laughs> yeah because it, he said something to me in that gesture right you know and i think that goes along with what we were talking about could previously. it be that maybe he has had ex- negative experiences with that and wants to avoid that experience again. Yeah. I, I What do you mean? Negative experiences with black Make, women? Or right. Like, looking at him and judging him. Uh-huh. And he sees you and he says, oh, well, I don't want that again. Yeah. So this is that. Then it goes back to what we were talking it's about previously. Cyclical. Yes. Because, you know, I told you about my friend who doesn't date black men. Yeah. Who, she is black, who mm-hmm. date white women. Uh-huh. And she thought it was disrespectful 
to black women, his sisters, his mother. Uh-huh. Like he doesn't recognize beauty in his own family. So he goes outside. That's how she felt about it. Now, in your circumstances, Except your mother's white. <laughs> maybe his mother is black. Mm-hmm. So how do you, maybe you need uh, uh, also a different perspective on this. Another male uh, yeah, interviewer. Of course. Yeah, no, we're going to. Yeah. But no, your perspective is beautiful. And so this is the reason why. So in that idea that a lot of people who have interracial couples and interracial families, um, they are not quite, and this is just a conversation that I'm learning this, that they are not quite understanding where the cultural context in your family and your children come from. And it's scientifically, it's been proven, there's articles all over the place, uh, that your cultural background and foundation comes through your mother. I see. So if your mother is white, then your cultural context will be your will be white. Okay. So a lot of um, a lot of black children, and I'm saying black meaning society has said they are black uh-huh. because they appear so. Right. But they are being raised by white women and black fathers, and vice versa. If you have children who appear not as black, but have black mothers, mm-hmm. culturally they are they feel that they identify with black culture okay the children who are raised by white women culturally identify with white culture the the crisis comes in is when society says you are not white you are black because you look like this so when we see someone like you who looks black uh-huh. and you identify you you identify really european and i'm saying european because th- when you say white we all go to like united states white I think, I hope, I mean, under my understanding that European white and United States white, very different. Am I right about that? Uh, you know, there's uh, there's some cultural differences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like, you say that like, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's cultural differences here. The, uh, the, uh, they don't have the same racial history in Europe uh, with black America, with black, with blacks as they do in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have, uh, say in Greece, as as far as I know, there was never any black slavery. Right, yeah. right. Whereas so, here, they have, uh, you know, it's 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 just, uh, people, you know, people are fed certain uh, constructs of what race is. Yeah. And people's role in that in that. Uh, the biases that go along with that, that the bias, discrimination, yeah, yeah. all of that. So that level and it's violent i think we talked about it it's, it's violent it's here quite violent and it's the the racism because there's racism in greece too and it's violent there too right so now with those two things being the way it is you're saying the approach to being black is different in the european idea is that what you're saying you know i, I i'm not an expert no <laughs> in, this is in, not about being an expert this is just you and your life just like this is you life. and your understanding okay. of it yeah Okay. I'm not an expert. Are you kidding right. me? This is just me. Are you? Uh, what? <laughs> I am literally just here talking. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just. <laughs> um, you know, my experiences in Greece are uh, mostly, you know, when people look at you oddly, it's with curiosity, uh, not with animus. Here, it, it is with animus. Mm-hmm. And rarely is it curiosity. Ex- yeah. That's deep, actually. There's straight animosity before you even understand or try to understand right. where that person's coming from. Right. So when it comes down to like, that goes back to where the idea of you dating 
white women and actually being biracial. Yeah, let's bring it back. <laughs> no, I it's it's all relative, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's I I wouldn't have known that you were biracial unless I asked you. Uh-huh. And why would I have even asked you? I'm not even sure. You did, I think you oh, you know what it was is cuz you said you spoke Greek and I was like, "What?" <laughs> What do you mean you speak Greek? No one speaks Greek unless you're from Greece. You're like, well, like, <laughs> I'm from Greece. So it's um, so that was one of those. I would never have known. I wouldn't even have thought that you were biracial in any yeah. way. It was a complete over like a automatic assumption. Okay. And so I'm thinking um, not black as a black woman. I actually don't have the need to date only black men. Uh-huh. I have plenty of friends who will only date black men, yeah. and I love it. I will date black men, and I love them. You know, I love black men. I love everything about black men, black culture. I love it. Um, I was raised here in Eugene mm-hmm. till I was 15. Moved away, came yeah. back, right? So when I moved away, I was exposed to all kinds of life. My parents are two very worldly, very revolutionary people. So black culture was never question it was very deep in our family yeah very solid you know two-parent household uh so my experience here in eugene is different because i come from a hardcore very solid black family but my community was white and so when you moved away to what community did you move to latin latin yes okay we moved to central america oh okay yes and then from there to the South. So when was your first experience in the black community? In actual, well, I mean, I've had experiences because my parents are from St. Louis. Okay. So I'd gone back to St. Louis with them, you know, and my cousins in St. Louis and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So black community wasn't, yeah, so maybe, how old was I probably? 14, maybe 14? 12, that I can remember. I Definitely before I was, uh-huh. nah, maybe 10. I'm yeah. having a hard time remembering the time. Okay. Yeah, maybe 10 when I'm thinking about when my dad, and I and my sister went to St. Louis and we hung out. Um, and that was probably the first time I was like really immersed in a black community. Yeah. And how did you feel coming from Eugene? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, man. The country girl who knows nothing. Like, I, yeah, absolutely. A little I would, bit of naivety. Yeah. But yeah. I, I also had the background of my parents. So I was like, okay with myself. Yeah. But I also had curiosity and they had curiosity about me. Mm-hmm. That was the difference. So you, you spoke different. Yeah, I've always been the white girl, mm-hmm. and no matter how black I am, I'm always the white girl because I speak in a certain, like Pacific Northwest dialect. Right. <laughs> right. Um, my hair was uh, my hair was an issue. My skin color was an issue. Mm-hmm. This is around black community because you were like a light skinned black light skinned black woman. Yes. So, but that was in the South. Mm-hmm. I didn't have those issues in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. but in the South, all of that came up. Uh, really heavy. You could pass for a biracial woman. I've all yeah. No one. It's like it's really funny because you're biracial, yeah. and I know you are not questioned to be biracial. I am not biracial, and I am always questioned to be biracial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm always charged. I, I, I know. Look how the skin tones. Are. I'm yeah. really tan right now, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am darker than you. You are. Yes, you're darker than me, and a couple of shades. Nice. Yeah. You're nice. <laughs> Coffee color you got going on. I'm more manila. <laughs> um, so what's interesting is that us as women, we look at black men and we want to be recognized. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. We want to be recognized because we were talking earlier. The dating, the dating field for women is bleak. We're we are, and there's like I said, articles all over. You can just look it up. Dating black women and 
um, it's it's in the statistics. We're the lowest, we're the last chosen, we're the highest single amount, the number of women who are single. Um, when it comes to d- on dating sites, we l- literally, <laughs> we're below, like, we're below, we're like, why are you here status? <laughs> like, wow. We're like, what you doing, girl? No, no one is for you. Uh-huh. So I think there's a sensitivity when black men are not looking for us. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, because you would want to at least be wanted by your own by your own folks. You know what I mean? And in that feeling of not being not being desired, mm-hmm. but actually being um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're we're over sexualized. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then not there's like a not a sensitivity that goes along with black women. The the idea of black women doesn't come with intimacy. It doesn't come with sensitivity. It doesn't come with care. It comes with a, a hardcore sexualization of black women or fierceness um, in our stature and our our features, um, which is not not there, but it's it completely exudes the feminism of us t- altogether. It's just dropped off. So when black men don't seemingly recognize that part of you and that's who you are, it's painful. So I think when in a societal, and I'm general, I'm generalizing big time. Uh, I'm thinking that like when you're getting those looks, for me, when I see black men with white women, I'm I'm even me who I date white men, mm-hmm. and I was married. Like I said, I was married to a white man. I still look at black men, and I still am like, I wonder if he dates black women. Mm-hmm. It still crosses my mind. I because it's like because you've been stigmatized. I have been stigmatized and traumatized. Yeah. Dang, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. I was fortunate enough at the age of nine to live with my aunt for a few months, and had um, two cousins, uh, girls, and I would see them do their hair. I'd mm-hmm. see them struggle with their hair. I would see them. I saw. I, so I've seen uh, black girls, and I've seen the struggles that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. I have two sisters of my own. The struggles were the same. There's no difference. Right. Uh, so I I do recognize black women as women, mm-hmm. not as uh, caricatures of something. That's awesome. I'm glad, because it's true. We're not. Right. <laughs> You're on the right side of that. <laughs> <laughs> so why do I predominantly date white women? Yes. Just uh, It's who I've been around the most. Mm-hmm. White culture. White culture, yeah. White culture, yeah. You know, um, talking about be- being around white culture predominantly, being raised here from in Eugene from zero, to, I was born here, to 15, and then co- returning back, I was, I'm comfortable around white folks. I always tell people this, that I know white culture better than they will ever know me, because the curiosity is not there, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when I try to understand that I'm here um, and I have a really deep understanding about white culture and that I'm actually really comfortable in white culture because of that deep understanding, there are things that in black culture miss me, mm-hmm. right? Even Such though I, even though I've been raised black. Um, the cul- cultural references? No, nah, I got the cultural references. The culture. I, I, okay. I can help you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm good there. Um, I was, I mean, I, I was fortunate. I was, I believe I was really fortunate. I had a lot of time mm-hmm. in this culture. Um, and due to like, you know, white supremacy, we have this idea of the bottom line of white culture here in the United States. 
But to really understand the nuances of white folks, I, I get that. So I can communicate in a way that, um, that white folks can hear, right? Mm-hmm. And I also see when they can't hear people of color. I can see why. You know, I can see where the disconnect is. I'm also a person of color who is very strong in my black roots, all the way, African roots, American roots. I'm, you know, post-slavery. I'm very strong in all of that. My parents have made sure that I am very clear, you know, (laughs) with my African-American heritage, with my African heritage, with my blackness. Like, that's very clear. So um, I'm really comfortable in black culture. And we talked about the difference in black culture, like this whole spread. Like, you know, we were saying by circumstances and by, by um, you know, we're talking about like ghetto folks and then hood folks and then, you know, the the middle class and then the elite. Different and socioeconomic the, statuses of y- black people. Yes. And how that brings out a different, a different, um, uh, a different language, yeah. a different way you eat, a different way you dress. Um, and I would say I've never once in my life set foot into an actual ghetto. Never have. Never oh, seen one. Okay, I got one up on you there. <laughs> so you yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I don't think I feel, un- I would not feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd be, I don't know how I would be accepted, really. You know, as a child, it's different as an adult. Yes, talk about so, it. So uh, as a child, stepping into the hood, the hood, yeah, housing projects, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite difficult. It's quite difficult. Now you mean coming from the outside? Coming from the outside. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Coming from a European centric world, it's it's difficult to step into the, that uh, hood ghetto world. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know you know you don't have uh, you don't have the um, you, you haven't seen all the steps of different socioeconomic. Uh, statuses in black culture and there's lots of them it's not this one monolithic um, society so you know you have these um you have to learn and negotiate who you are as a child coming from a biracial background Mm -hmm. from europe right into this new reality and how other kids accept you uh can can uh, really influence the way you go about the rest of your life. Exactly. You exactly. Know, these things these things take root early. So, and this is interesting because you're really like I said, this is not about the way you look. A lot of folks on the very surface is like, well, you look black so you you go right in and right. be fine. Absolutely not. Same thing with me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I did not walk in to, you know, uh Houston and be perfectly fine. <laughs> or St. Louis. St. Louis had some, you know, has different neighborhoods of or St. Louis or St. Louis yeah Yeah. did not walk in just be like I had my cousins with me so I was good yeah but (laughs) you know you have to have the cousin crew oh I know I had my crew crew. (laughs) the cousin crew crew is clutch (laughs) yes when you know trying to get into the situation so I was good in St. Louis Houston was a little a little different Mm -hmm. but I want you to talk more about um I because I think that's overlooked a lot by folks who don't travel who don't integrate themselves into difficult situations. I know it wasn't your choice when you're like, you know, five, six, nine, you know, those right. kind of, but um, as you grow older, you like, I, I actually prefer being the new person. I've gone into so many different cultures. I like yeah. to walk in and be curious and be in charge of like what gets to come into my life, you know, because that's how I grew up. We traveled and we moved. So with you, 
coming from Europe to it was Brooklyn, right? Uh, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, okay. That's one of the bees. <laughs> so, so Buffalo, all right. So you came into Buffalo from Greece. <laughs> That's yeah. just hilarious just thinking about that. Very funny. Man, because you were like, that black kid, they were like, who is this guy? Right. <laughs> you Did you have an accent? I did. Were they confused? Uh, yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't never seen nothing like this before. And, and uh, you know, and you know how kids are. There's some things that can be... Uh, Group mentality sets in there a little bit hostile all together. Yeah, I wonder if that's because you're a guy. Do you think it's because you're a boy? You know, I think my sisters experienced it, the same thing too. Did they really? Yeah. It was hostile towards them. Yeah. Like, okay, explain hostile. Like, what do you mean? Um, physical alter altercations. Uh, I don't know why. I'm yeah, surprised. My I definitely my thought. Sister, <laughs> my sister Maria, uh, you know, when she first experienced blackness at a lower socioeconomic status mm -hmm. um she said she, the females uh black females resented her mm -hmm. pulled her hair tried to get in fights with her right did she ever overcome that did they ever learn to respect she was really scarred by this oh wow really yeah even now as an adult as an adult you know as an adult things are way better yeah you you can negotiate things with different people and kids kids temper their emotions they you know they temper what they say yeah did, know. does she date out of her i mean does she what does she identify as uh black and she looks black she is about the same color colors yeah oh yeah okay yeah. so then does she date out of she does like she biracial date, white, she dates black? black and white oh she does yeah. okay so it didn't scar her in terms of like being like i don't want to date black men or black i don't want to be around black folks it was like a internal self-realization kind of maybe we should just talk to her about that yeah 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 <laughs> maybe i'll just have her on yeah now my brother married a black woman oh yeah two okay you know so not at the same time no. <laughs> <laughs> your brother did now does he identify as black he does all right um so now i wonder about that with the dating situation being what it is and like you said you're comfortable around, I don't know, there was something around you, <laughs> that um, you're comfortable dating, I mean, in white culture. When you were growing up, you dated black girls. I dated a couple of black girls. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, see, because I'm wondering, though, like, you and I, we hit it off very well. Mm -hmm. And we're, like, super compatible in terms of, like, everything. We get along, excuse me, so well. And I'm wondering, we talked about this before, that because I was raised in white culture and you have you're comfortable in i i really hesitate to say white culture because I, I know that european culture is different you know what i mean but uh, white culture too white american culture yeah yeah i think uh, the, one of the advantages that you have and i have is that we examine white culture and black culture mm -hmm. and i think sometimes we have uh Maybe it's wrong, but I think that we have uh, understanding of white culture that white Americans don't understand about themselves. Right. And black culture that some black Americans don't understand about themselves either. Interesting. Well, that means that we're approaching the both cultures with curiosity, even within the culture. Because you, you're, you're stuck, you're like in this, um, you're on the fence. I'm trying to mess yeah. with this. Keep talking. <laughs> you're on the fence, so you're looking at, you're examining both both cultures um, academically. Right. Right. 
So my sister's online. We were on Facebook Live, y'all, if you want to join us. <laughs> um, and we coming. Yeah. Did she say hi? This no, no, says, you it, should uh, mention how oh, Ian sideways. was kind of raised in the middle of the line. Yeah. So I have a brother, my youngest brother, who oh. I love. I love you, Ian. I don't even know if he's listening. He probably isn't. <laughs> but, but anyway, I love him so much. He and I get along so well. Um, and he's biracial. His mm. mother is white. The one thing I want to say about his mom is that she was... Um, it's kind of complicated. Cause I, I want to say pro-black, which sounds so weird uh, to me. Because it's, you know, it's just a, it's a weird concept for me to be Afrocentric. pro... Afrocentric? She she uh, she was educated and what she did yeah. as from a very young age when we were talking about cultural concepts of, of it coming through your mother. So she was a white woman knowing she had a black son. She was very cognitive yeah. of the social um, construct of his life. So this is the problem that I think I see is that white women don't understand when they have brown babies that they are not raising white children. Does it, they give them white culture because that's what they know mm -hmm. and that's the love that's coming from them, but they are black children in this society. So they need to understand what that means because that means something different. Yeah. Um, and so even when dating, it's dangerous. It can be dangerous for a black guy to date white women, depending on where you are. That is true. Right. So if you're not understanding what that black boy is going through or that black girl is going through as a mother, it's painful for the mother but what my brother's mom did, and I've always been, um, I now I see it in my brother, is that from a very young age, it was black literature. It was black art. It was mm -hmm. black music. Not that she could understand it. She loved it. Mm -hmm. And she, she talked about it and she studied it. Um, but she let him ingest it and let him get into the middle of it in his own identity. I think it probably caused some issues between her and him. Because he started to identify in a way that she didn't early, early on. Yeah. But that was a sacrifice she was willing to make. Uh -huh. Because she knew outside of her home, that's who he would be seen as. Right. So he needed to have that foundational step, right? But he also has a family that, because he wasn't raised with us, he has a family who are all white, who he loves as his brothers and sisters. Um, and so he has that balance too. But he also studies in his curiosity, like you, like your whole statement about being uh, critical, like critically thinking mm -hmm. about both places. Yeah. He identifies as black. Okay. Actually, matter of fact, I think he, I mean, if he's going to identify as black, he would, but then he would say, I identify as mixed culture. <laughs> uh -huh. he, he would actually say that he's, um, you know, has mixed culture here. I'm sorry to check. I'm going to be checking this real quick because my Facebook live is doing some crazy stuff. So, um, sorry, what were you going to say? No, if, if, if there's a question about race, I, and there's no, you have to answer it, and the choice is binary uh, between black and white, I pick, always pick black. Do you? Why is that? Because that's how I'm seen, and I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. Okay. And it's a respect, respectful to my father. Oh, is that how you see that? Yeah. Now, what about your mother? How does she feel about that? My mother didn't grow up uh, in the United States. She didn't understand probably uh, what race is the same way uh, white Americans see race. Right. I don't know how my mother saw it, actually. She never... Did she... You know, we, we spent a lot of time in Europe, and so, <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no um, black... American literature translated into Greek that she could get for me 
to have me read. Right, 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 right. You know, the, the YouTube wasn't around. It was uh, the 70s. There was, I guess there's another way that she did that, though. I mean, you were, had a relationship with your father. Yeah, I did. Right? Yeah. And, she, and you were there in, you know, with your father in the United States in, like you said, the hood. Mm-hmm. So if she was going to give it to you, she was like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, well, she never, lived, she never came to the hood. She stayed in Greece. My parents split up. Okay, Early, yeah. but she would send you back and forth, like literally yeah. across the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if my mother had a f- an, uh, awareness of what I was going through. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I communicated that to her. Right. So now your family. That how do they feel about you dating? Because I know some of your family identify. Most of your family identify as black, though, right? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So how do they feel about you dating white women? Predominantly, I'm not going to say that you just yeah, date they, white women because you they, don't. They don't. They don't. Um, it doesn't come up. Not at all. No. And they date black folks, and it doesn't. It just doesn't come up. It doesn't come up. Okay. <laughs> we don't have a. We don't. Yeah, we don't have a problem with it. Okay. <laughs> I. I mean, I'm saying okay, like as if I don't. I totally believe you. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not like, yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. I totally do. <laughs> um, so okay, so growing up in the hood. Beat, getting beat up. Now, I'm trying to think of myself uh, growing up here in Eugene. Uh, as a black woman in Eugene, light skin, real light. Wait till you see me in the wintertime, man. It's mm-hmm. it's really, really white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super eyes just turn dark coal. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> skin is super pale. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, younger, in the same statistic w- statistical way, I was not chosen. You know, um, as I grew up, it's older it's, and it got older. I guys would come and be like, I used to have such a huge crush on you. Well, why didn't you ever say anything? Uh-huh. I didn't know what people would think. What? So I, do you have these feelings? Everyone's a victim in this. It right, right. We could be learning so much from each other. <laughs> Everyone's a victim. In this. <laughs> yes, it's like um, everyone could be learning so much. So when I was in, uh, when I was. In Cottage Grove, I know, right? If people know what that's about, <laughs> we were the only black family in the city. Yeah. So I fought a lot. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got picked on a lot, and a, like a couple of those guys, were like I just always, like, a, like more than a few, were like mm-hmm. I just always admired you. I always thought you were awesome. I always thought you were beautiful. I ain't never hear none of them when I was there. I was very much by myself. Again, had, kids. Right. They're, they're limited. Yeah, yeah. Kids are limited. Kids are limited. Um, so there was a lot of fighting that I that happened. Mm-hmm. I fought a lot. Um, and a lot of harassment from white folks here. You know, um, I think I was... I, I'm trying to think of the first time that, like, a guy was, like, really, like, you know, th- threw stuff at us as we were mm-hmm. walking down the street and stuff like that yeah. in College Grove. And you're right. I don't carry that that actual like physical animosity with me mm-hmm. um but as a grown black woman now and traveled and experienced now i look at white guys differently mm-hmm. i really do i and, and how do you look at them now oh, man they gotta know me like i they need to put some of that curiosity into the work they gotta do some work mm-hmm. yeah i mean like when i i like i told you i was married to a white guy who i was very much in love with like yeah. really in love with him didn't do the work. I didn't require that at that time. Like I was kind of like, we can connect on other ways. Um, but now I need people, white folks, women, like women and men, mm-hmm. 
to see who I am for real, like to see the struggle, to see my whole community. You know, I need to understand my Afro. Like I need you to not understand because you can't live it. But if you don't aren't even you don't understand any aspect of my day when being a black woman walking through the streets, what that means, you know, um, and there are plenty of white men out there. I've met them who do. They are. They know it. They've they've they listen to me. They they've read the books. They've lived it. They go into the communities. They are a part of it. Mm-hmm. They're front line on the struggle. They're out there. So when I'm dating white men, I'm kind of wondering where are you in this? If if I have to argue with you about Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter, you got to go. Like right. that's how I feel about it. Right. So. <laughs> Yes. yes. As a black woman, I'm not I'm not dating someone who I have to argue about with all lives matter. There's no way. And that's with white American males? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, I've heard I'm supposed people. to be dating European guys. So so uh, you know, if if someone didn't know about the culture, the black American culture, yeah. you you'd have no problem with that. If they didn't know about it? Yeah. That's interesting. So some guy from Norway. <laughs> right? He's like super white. He doesn't even speak English. He's, <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like super white. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think it would bother me. Yeah, it wouldn't no. bother you the same way. No. Right. It's cross-cultural at that point. Now we're right. like, well, it's cross-cultural, period. But we're so adjunct here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to need you to understand some stuff. You got Nicki Minaj on your radio. It's like, what's that story? They say they want to know our rhythm but not our blues. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work here for me. Right. That's you, a good thing. Like right? That. They want our rhythm, but they don't want our blues. Mm-hmm. Um, so someone from Norway, yeah, it's not the same situation. Mm-hmm. It yeah. really isn't. I don't know anything about Norway. I would be sounding like a straight fool. Yeah, I don't like, know. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm just saying, like, in terms of me knowing what, what he's about to, mm-hmm. I would just be as, I would be just as, like, duh. You know? <laughs> like, so I, it's not necessarily about race at that point. No. It's no. about cultural upbringing. Yeah, well, it's about, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And it's about the value. It's the value that you see in my culture mm-hmm. and that you see in me. We were having this conversation about African culture, like African, and black culture. Which is different than black American culture. Totally, like, totally <laughs> different. Yes. Right? And we were talking about um, how Africans like and this is generality don't really like black americans they don't have the same cultural reference points at all and then they come here and then they see something that they haven't seen in their homeland well they come here and then they're scooped into that they are by white folks they're just black right like you're just black Mm -hmm. so the africans are just black so now we're just talking about skin color again right and you have erased all of the story of who they are when, as as an individual, who they are as a culture, you just totally erased it. The skin took over, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So if you're dating someone like that, and I'm dating you because you're black, I'm I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> it's a cycle, isn't it? It is. It really, really is. So it's important, I think, like that we just try to get more curious about each other in in this like. God, this is complicated because as soon as that came out of my mouth, I was like, but this black culture, like we need to get to, we need to be able to ad- be adhesive together at the same time. Like mm-hmm. our community is so split up. So if you're here as a mixed, like biracial, right? But you identify as black. 
How do you see yourself? I identify. You myself. see my eyes I'm going black. like. <laughs> if there's a form I have to fill out for ID or whatever, I I put down black. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm around a lot of white people, I identify. I I am black. Right. When I am in black America, I am also black, but I am also white. Black America sees you as black and white. You know, I think uh, they just don't see what. what you this? know, if 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 you're, it depends. You know, in in childhood, if I was in the black community, black people saw me as mixed race. Or if they heard me speak, they would say, "White." Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, obviously my skin isn't white, so but they would say culturally white. Not so that's saying colorism. in those words, right? Right. Yeah, that idea yeah. of colorism. Yeah, but if I'm in white America, it doesn't matter how I speak. Mm-hmm. It's just black. You're just black. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and that comes with a set of rules. And that comes with uh, their their prejudices and their expectations on what they think you should be. So with the white women that you date, mm-hmm. what do they, what do they, how do they see you? I mean, I'm sure you've had, con- no, have you had conversations about there's race? There's intimacy with, you know, when you're dating somebody. Mm-hmm. You get, you know, first of all, they've agreed to date you. Right. And so now they, 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 um, they get to know you a bit. Mm-hmm. And how do they see me after we start talking? I don't know. Well, I more it of like seems like as human to human then at that point. At that point, yeah. So there's not cultural. There, there the, is no the, cultural the conversation. Thing, I think the race goes out the window at that point. I think that's a luxury. Do you did you experience that with no, your? Absolutely husband? not. No. 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 Absolutely not. No, it just didn't become a human to human level contact. It was always the black white issue between us. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Between he and I, it was always just us. Yeah, it's just yeah, us. Just you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, it's not, I think because we, because me being black was kind of always in our face wherever we went, it was almost always obvious that we were from two different worlds. But when you were together. But he and I together was just us. Yeah. It was just it's just two. us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So dating, but right? I think we joked a lot about race between each other, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I, like, he would say stuff, and he'd be like, I'm like, just because you're married to a black woman does not get, you can't, you, no. <laughs> and he'd mm-hmm. be like, just a little bit? I'm like, not at all. <laughs> and we would, like, joke around, you know, and he'd be like, well, you know, now that you, like, married to a white guy, I mean, I'm like, it, yeah, no. Like, you know, we would joke back and forth like that, just kind of. Yeah, but there's was, an intimacy involved. Yeah, that you could You couldn't do that with just anyone off the street. Uh, no, 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 of course not. There's a connection. You formed a connection, right? Yeah, there's a connection, yeah. Um, I'm thinking, though, like, with I, with dating, like, I was also married to a black dude, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. he and I, there was a, there was another level of intimacy that me and my white husband never got to. Yeah. And I was actually thinking I was probably more in love with my white husband than I was with my <laughs> black husband, if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, you know, you were married at... To two different guys at two different ages, time you know, yeah, ages that's true. in your you life. You know too much. <laughs> you know, the, yeah, yeah, maturity yeah. comes outlook. You know, your, your it's outlook true. changes. It's true. I think I was comfortable though with my. I was comfortable in my body. I was comfortable in my with my hair. I was comfortable with my my issues of with being a black woman with my black husband. It wasn't something I had to explain to him. Yeah, he wasn't learning me. Right. He you know knew. what I mean? He knew where I was coming yeah. from. That's com- that's a, a level of intimacy that's missed. 
I think when I'm when I'm married, it might not be necessary for most people, but it it was definitely missed in my my second marriage because um, he was learning the culture. Right. Yeah. Now he was open minded to the culture, and that's great. But it's it wasn't that he knew it. You know what I mean? Like. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it does make sense. But you don't really require that kind of deep knowledge I about think, your... you know, there's, there's something that you and I have in common is that we are used to uh, discomfort. Ah, and And so that discomfort becomes okay. We, it just... For me, I like, I, like, uh, I like being put in situations that are a little bit odd or stressful because that's how I know how to deal with things. Isn't that interesting? Kind of a, do you consider that a racial trauma like that you carry? I haven't ex- I haven't put a label on it. There you go. You can have it. <laughs> no, no, we should come up with something definitely better than a racial trauma because that just hurts just saying it. Like, I ow. I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say it. We gotta figure something this out. Is, you know, if you're if you're in different cultures, if you as you know, you understand uh, struggle. Yeah. Right. You understand struggle. Adversity. And you you, you embrace adversity at some point. Mm-hmm. And you're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know how to operate in it. Right, right, yeah. So that's where you feel comfortable. So that might be that's a little that's a kind of an interesting, not kind of a super interesting perspective of dating outside of your race, being that that struggle is actually kind of comfortable for you. Yeah, uh, you know, yes, struggle. Game, if you see reward. it like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't the greater see it like the a risk, struggle. the greater the reward, right? No. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. Like, that wait. does not apply to this. Situation. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. I wonder. I. Uh, I wonder about that. That's interesting. I, you're right, because I definitely am um, used to the idea that, and it's terrible to think that you. We talk to our kids, black mothers. That's another difference. But black mothers talk to our kids about the dangers of being black at a very, very young age. Like the first time that my daughter was called an N-word, that all of us were called an N-word is by second grade, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't get out of second grade without, <laughs> if you're right. with white folks, without going through that hurdle, right? right? Yes. So, right. So we're talking about that real early. Um, Trauma. Yes. And so we're talking to seven-year-olds. Yeah. about adversity mm-hmm. and how they have to get through their day and learn how to be okay with who they are, okay with within their skin with and hair by, while being bullied mm-hmm. because that is what their life will be. Yeah. So then they, at that same time, understand that level of adversity. We're talking kindergarten to second grade, so five to seven. Mm-hmm. And then they'll also take that information and still be friends with people outside of what they look like. So it's a heavy, like you're carrying something with you. Yeah. So I think when going back to what we were talking about, when you look at black women not being, when we're looking at ourselves, like why can't we find a black man that's down? There's plenty of black men who are, who are down, you know? Um, I think here, like in the Pacific Northwest, they're far and few in between. Yeah. <laughs> There's very few black... I mean, look around. Very right. few black right. men. Th- very few, right. Very few black mm-hmm. men. So when we find a black man, we're like, yo! <laughs> we're like seeing each other like, you and I are the same. Let's talk, you know? <laughs> and very much Sometimes like, that works out. And yeah, sometimes it works out. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> sometimes you're like, yeah, we're not the same. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that didn't work out. Right. But it's one of those things where here, when you're in scarcity, mm-hmm. and you're used to carrying that load, yeah. and then you find someone similar, all that other stuff doesn't even count anymore. You're just like, hey, we're both brown. Then it goes right back to that level. Like, mm-hmm. let's just know because we're both brown, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you got a whole nother set of, of uh, complexities to work out. Yeah. You start accepting things that you may not accept if you had the larger community around you. Right? Yeah. The more, the more selection. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said that that was profound, I, right? <laughs> yeah, that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, do, is there anything that you want to say about, uh, about how it feels to be assumed? Well, I, let me, not, I'm not even going to assume that. Do you, do you feel like black women judge you? I do sometimes. So how, uh, we talked about past, that a little bit earlier, but, but how do how do you resolve that, or do you resolve it? Or are you just I, like whatever? I am. I, 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 mean, I am, but I have that mindset. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't fix their pain. Yeah. How, what am I supposed to do? So it's not that you don't date black women. You just right. really haven't. There's. Well, that's not true either. You definitely have black women around you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now my my coworkers, my black coworkers, mm-hmm. every one of them is from Africa. Mm. That's different. Yeah. 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 So you would you wouldn't date African women? Is that what you're saying? No, I would, <laughs> no, no, I would date. I would date anyone. Yeah. So the conversation hasn't come up in that way. Um, for you no, here. No, it hasn't. So coming here, being that there's hardly any black women. That's right. Yeah. And you going from where did you move from right before here? I was in the Midwest. Okay, again. <laughs> I was in a very rural agrarian society. Again, <laughs> no black folks. <laughs> there were no black folks. Right, right. Um, so right before that. Before that, I was in um, Buffalo, New York. So when was when when you had the chance to date black women? Why didn't you? I did. Oh, you did have you when they were available to date. I did. You did. You know, I didn't okay. date much in high school. Yeah. I well, you were trying to fit in. <laughs> I was trying. To, I was having a hard time fitting in. Yeah. On yeah. E- both both uh, sides of the race spectrum. Right. You know. Yeah. Just having difficulty, and then I moved. You know, I, I moved. I went to Germany in the army. Right. Like at age eighteen. I didn't realize you were eighteen. You were eighteen in Germany. Wow! Yeah, I why army. did I? Why did I like not do that? For some reason, I, when you said you joined the army, I'd like put that older. You know? Oh but no! Yeah. You were a baby. Yeah, old men don't join the army. Just true story. Young, true story. <laughs> young men. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so okay, so you were in the army at eighteen in Germany. Wow. That's crazy. So. Wow, I'm just trying to think of like your, your reference point at that point. I mean, I don't know if dating was like super on your mind. <laughs> it wasn't really an option where I, where That's I was. That's what I was kind of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you being a black guy from Greece, I wonder if European women look at you differently. Do they look at you differently? You know, I I think women everywhere just look at uh, men, me, uh, the same. You think so? I think so. That's nice. <laughs> no, I know. Like okay, so I'm a nurse. Yeah. And I've had um, 
patients, white patients, who look at me one way and other ones look at me a different way. Mm-hmm. You know? I guess so. I, I just, I, I think I, race is always on my mind. It's always on my mind. Right. Like daily, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that so when you're dating white women, you don't you don't need them to know you in any other way because you actually identify. I I, I, I give them the best presentation of myself. Mhm. Uh, you know, and they can take it or leave it. They can take it or leave it. Right. Why is it so much harder for women? Um, uh, more cultural trauma. Uh, I don't know. You, I would have to ask you. <laughs> I'm thinking about it over here. You know, that's a open question for you. So. I know. I well, because I, I mean, I'm looking at your perspective of like, do you think about if it's harder? I mean, I guess why is it harder for women, black women? Um, and we're because we're being, we're not, we have that idea of being like, like I said, left behind, undesired, and then left with keeping the community afloat. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're charged with the societal uh, pressure of our, our community and it's falling apart due to, like we were saying earlier, murder, jail. You know, our black men are fleeting. Like it's just, we're not, we don't have the capacity to lose more. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and so we're, hold, we're trying to hold it up. Then you see white women, like you're asking me, black women with white men, um, what kind of societal thing is that? And I, I do, I think back in the old days, they used to believe that that was kind of a step up. Like, you got to step up. Black men with black women, white women were the step up. White mm-hmm. women, you know, uh, stole our men or like black women. A, guy, a white guy being with a black woman was like, kind of like, oh, he's kind of a rebel. It wasn't like he's kind of a, you know. I think some people who date outside their race just see the person you think so at some point maybe on a superficial level they don't they see a race Mm -hmm. and maybe they do want to be rebellious at some point that gets stripped away i think you experienced this in with your white husband no Hmm, uh, yeah 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 i because okay so exoticism is a thing it is yeah I don't want to say that that was or wasn't in play, but as a black woman in Eugene, I always am making sure that's not what's at play, if that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, is this because you like my big afro and you're kind of curious about, not in a way of like, your afro is beautiful because you have beautiful hair. But like, because I've never touched one and I really want to touch yours. Mm-hmm. Super different. And it feels very different. Yeah. And we can pick it up a thousand miles away. <laughs> so exoticism for me is, a, is definitely a thing because I'm dating white men here in, in Eugene where there's like five black women, <laughs> you know? And, the, you know, so if you're, it's just one of those things in my mind. It's like, what is the, what's the motive? Hmm. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But it's almost a protective mechanism as well. We carry a lot of things on our shoulders. We do. We really, really do. We really, really do. I'm so happy that you're my guest today, Andre. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> You've been amazing. Uh, will you come back one day? Sure, I will. <laughs> Why did you hesitate? There's no hesitation. <laughs> I wanted to speak into the mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I felt hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation, yeah. That has been fun. 
It's been fun. And for the idea that your mom, I don't want in any of that part of our conversation to think that white women don't do the very best that they can do raising black children. Mothers I, love their children. Mothers love their children. Bottom line. Bottom line. Period. With all of our heart, right? And only and want what's best. That's right. So I don't want to, from anyone to take away from this conversation that there was a charge to white women with no. this at all. Um, I think that women raising black children, black and white women, uh, Asian women, whatever, we have a, uh, and black men, white men raising brown children, we have um, societal issue happening here and we need to get together and make sure that these kids are prepared for what's real out there. As much as we love each other, I think that how we can overcome this type of racial uh, disparity is understanding the curiosity in each other's differences. But not to not teach it is a, is an absolute atrocity to the to the to the the whole cycle. What do you, I mean? What do you think about that? Uh, I, you know, I have children. I teach them uh, about Black American history, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I have two sons that live in Germany, and they have to negotiate uh, a different kind of society over there. So, every parent does the best they can. I think you're right. They do the best they can with the best intentions. We're doing the best we can with our best intentions. That's right. Stay curious out there, people. Stay curious. Stay open. Stay understanding. Stop and listen for the story. We can learn from each other. Use the word love more often. Use the word love more often. That's true. All right, you guys, that was Black Girl from Eugene, my very first episode here on KEPWLP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. We are PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, and we were streaming on www.kepw.org. Thank you so much for everyone who joined us on Facebook Live. Meet me here next week, 11 to 12, and I will have my next guest on who is a woman who actually identifies racially, she has racially like all over the place and she speaks several different languages and I want to talk to her about how she identifies and how she works her day throughout uh, just living in Eugene, being racially, like the ambiguity is insane. I love it. Anyway, meet me here next week. Thank you so much. This was Black Girl from Eugene. You're with Aisha.